I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. Hi, welcome. Hi. Welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. Yeah. You're Brooke and I'm Jamie. That's true. It is. <laughs> That is a fact. So what's up? So many things. Yeah. I feel like it's going to take us a while to get to everything because it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. It We've has. had family emergencies. Family situations. Oh, it's been a rough one. Yeah. We won't go into it. It's too serious. For this <laughs> it's too much of a downer for this, <laughs> this uplifting positive podcast that we host. This, this new age, age of enlightenment only positive vibes <laughs> podcast. Wait, I'm in the wrong one. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, let's talk. Let's dive right in. Should we dive in? Actually, we have some follow-ups. Okay. Let's first follow up on your closet. Because viewers of our Instagram, when I posted the reason that Robin thinks you have demonic dreams, we posted the picture of your closet and people were horrified. Like, what in the actual hell, Jamie? (laughs) So I'm like, I think I'll let her defend herself. Okay. I have to say that my closet, what is in my closet is not contributing to my satanic dreams. I'm positive of that. How are you positive of that? Because these, these masks, these, this ghoulish, whorish, (laughs) horrorish, This stuff has been in my closet for 17 years. And how long have you been having demonic dreams? At least that long, if not longer. (laughs) No. So a little bit of context. Yeah, it Um, needs context. I mean, I don't know if that'll make it any better, but my husband is, he loves horror stuff. He is a collector. He has so many masks, like all different kinds of masks. But he also went through a period where he was making masks. Like as a hobby, he makes um, what are they called? Silicone? Not, yeah. Rubber? I was going to say cell- cellophane, but no, silicone yeah. masks. And he's really good at it. Like, he's really I good at it. I thought all the ones in your closet were from him making them. No, not That's, all of them. Some just... of them. Many of them. Now, why masks as opposed to other ghoulish things? Like, why is that his yeah. thing? I don't know. Huh. He's always loved Halloween. He's always loved, like, like horror movies and like the special effects and that kind of stuff. So I think masks okay. is just, I don't know. I don't know. He's a weirdo. We're weirdos. <laughs> but it's not. So in my closet, in the top of my closet, there are like three rows deep of horror masks. Huh. But I'm used to them. I, yeah. it, they don't. It doesn't. What if just one of them is possessed? That's the thing. You get one mask from the wrong person who's had a demonic entity attach itself. So you would have to you'd have to systematically rule that out. Well, there is one in there that is uh, is exceptionally creepy. <clears throat> I think it might be on the picture. I could I could do a close up of it. Huh. That sometimes when I'm in the bathroom like the angle of like the toilet <laughs> this is probably too much. I can see straight into the closet oh. right there. And every once in a while, like, I'll look at it and I'll, like, like. <laughs> you give it a look? Like, I give it a look. Like, come on. You mad dog at Like, it? yeah. Just to see if. And then I'll just stare at it to see if something happens. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, nothing has ever happened. That you know of. So I think we're safe. It gets back, to, it gets back at you in the form of demonic dreams. It so might. stop mad dogging the mask. So maybe it 
maybe it is getting me. That. I spent the night at my parents' house a couple nights ago, and I woke up in the night to pee, and I look over in their like kind of like basement room, and there's this giant purple monkey sitting on a stool staring at me, and it freaked me <laughs> out. Like it, if I it tear, I it really startled me. I thought there was a like a freaking little person Something in there. Happened. I remember as a little kid staying at my grandma's house one night and she had a little farm like out in the like in promontory so it was like clear in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I remember sleeping in in I think I we were sleeping in the living room and she had blankets laying over like a like a um recliner and it made the shape of like Frankenstein and I remember <sighs> being I mean being pretty little yeah. like elementary school and staring at that in the shadows thinking that looks that that's Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. I, I mean, I still remember it as clear as... I know. Like, I was scared yesterday. of my own feet. Hmm. So you know how if you put your feet up under your covers, that makes the shape of a mummy? Mm-hmm. Like that's what mummies <laughs> look like with those feet? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I was scared. Like if I put my feet... Sometimes I do it just to free, like see if I could handle it. Like put my flex my feet so that it made that shape. And I would freak myself out oh, of wow. my own feet. That is... <laughs> it's just weird like the things you do and I don't think I have ever told a soul that but it's stuck in my head you know yeah yeah I well, was so scared of mummies yeah this has now become our Halloween episode I know so. instead of the V-Day instead of the V-V-Day speaking of we just were downstairs in the public library coloring while we waited for the studio as full grown adults with a librarian who told us a story a UFO story from the 1930s from her family. Do you want to tell it? I do not. Okay. Well, it's very quick. You tell. You tell. Basically, she said her uncles, her great uncles, when they were children on a rural farm in Minnesota. <laughs> Say rural again. It's so hard. Rural. Why is that the hardest? Rural. Rural. Ru- it's not rural. What? I know. I don't. I rural. Have... Rural. I think you have to have a drawl. I just, I never it. know how to say it. I know. It's awkward. That was my hardest mm. word as a professional news anchor in Idaho to say rural yeah rural I just was like is it too is it rural 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 in rural Idaho (laughs) I don't know how to say it in rural Minnesota was that better yeah okay Okay. it sounded like I was drunk rural (laughs) her uncles were playing in the forest near their house that they knew so well there was a clearing that they knew Knew so well yeah you know you the forest by your house they go out there one day. There is a large cigarette cigarette shape. shaped was the word she uses, which which to me is cylindrical cylindrical shape object in the field, like big enough. They said big enough to hold several like people. people, like a ship. They go run back, tell their dad. I don't know if the dad went right away or if it was the next day. You know, family lore. They get back to the clearing and it's gone, vanished. She's like, it was like you had to like. He didn't talk about it. It was like yeah. it's been passed down, but you could barely get him to talk about it. I'm like, oh. So, in light of that story and the Chinese balloon, mm-hmm. I think we can wholly determine that UFOs are real. I think the Chinese balloon was tracking something. I think that the Chinese balloon was definitely tracking something, but what if it was just a distraction? What else is going on that we are not supposed to be paying attention to? Right, because. According to, like, the Defense Department, they couldn't get anything from that balloon that they can't already see on satellites. Yeah, so So what what are they—yeah, what are they trying to 
do yeah. there it's clearly uh it's almost like they're just doing it to see how we'd react so that they can be mad at us maybe i don't know like I, what if they would have shot it down and it was full of anthrax or right. covid right it's like they're just COVID teen, it's like they're teenagers just seeing what they can get away with yeah i felt like that too stupid teenager chinese, chinese government government <laughs> politics <laughs> Wow, we're downers okay, today. Speaking of politics, my tickle my fancy. You have to watch Kunk on Earth. Kunk? Kunk? It's okay, it's a Netflix show called Kunk on Earth. The host is this woman, this British woman. It's a BBC slash Netflix show. Mm-hmm. The host is this British woman named Philomena Kunk. <laughs> That's her name. Philomena Kunk. Uh-huh. Man, I bet kids at her school had a heyday. That's why she's developed into such a comedian. Yeah. She does this documentary. It's basically like, did you watch Nathan for You? No, but I you tried told me to about make it. you. It's almost like Nathan for You meets a mockumentary about civilization. Mm-hmm. So she starts with like caveman and goes until now and goes through the major like how civilization developed. But she is clearly joking, mm-hmm. but the people she's interviewing doesn't know she's joking, don't know <laughs> she's joking. So she asks these ridiculous questions, and they kind of, like, they think they're in a serious, like, nature, like mm-hmm. documentary. So they're trying to, like, be professional and answer these <laughs> questions. And she's just so funny. that. But you have to have a low... A high tolerance, I should say, for secondhand embarrassment, <laughs> which I don't know that you do. I don't know that I do. <laughs> I get so awkward about but, it. Like my nephew Cannon and my friend Katie both texted me, "Have you seen this show?" And then it's like you want to text them back like funny lines, but by the time you start texting the funny line, a new funny line has come up. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous and hilarious. Deacon, my twelve-year-old, was like belly laughing, rolling huh. on the floor. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Please do. Okay. It's Kunk what? Kunk on Earth. C U N K. Kunk on Earth. Kunk on Earth. I should be able to remember that. My favorite is the first episode and the fourth episode. Okay. It's and and it is a continuous series. No, it's five episodes. But That's I mean a, but it goes in order. It goes okay. in order from okay. caveman time to now. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so dumb. It's, okay. <laughs> At one point, they were talking. That's what reminded me about the mummies. They were talking about Egyptian mummies, and she goes, "Did a mummy ever ride a bicycle?" And the person's just like, "No." Like, what are you asking? <laughs> and then one guy gets really mad because she was like, "Now talk to me about how did the Soviet Union develop?" And he's like, "The Soviet Union." She's like, no, I saw the notes. It was Soviet Onion. He's like, either you're a really bad reader or they just wrote. And she's like, well, let's talk about the Soviet Onion. He's like, well, they probably grew onions and potatoes. Like, he was just so annoyed at this point. Okay, I'll have to give it a shot. Please do, you guys. Everybody watch it and tell me what you think. Because it might just be my weird sense of humor. (laughs) Okay, I'll give it a go. Okay. Um, okay, what's tickling my fancy? I have a lot of things. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Miley Cyrus's new song. Please tell. Um, the Flowers. Can you sing it for me? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I love it. Do that, you know what one it is? I have no clue. Oh, 
I feel like I should play it right is now. Is it like a beautiful lyrical? No, it's song? like when her husband cheated on her and had affairs. Miley Cyrus was married. Yes, and she wrote this song about him and then filmed it in his house and dropped <gasps> it on their anniversary. I love that. Like it was kind of a cool. That's anyway, a Taylor move. Um, and now that Miley's gone through rehab, yeah, like she's she's like advocating for like sobriety and doing some good things. For some reason, you said Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan popped into my oh, head. Oh no, Miley. Okay, Miley Cyrus. Miley Wrecking they're, Ball. They're two different people. Yeah, yeah, they are. Kinda though. <clears throat> no, really. <laughs> <laughs> so Miley's new song, I am enjoying. Okay. I'm also, and this is a big admission for me because I am not a T Swift fan. You don't like any female I, singer, so I, I was kind of surprised. I, right, and but I really do like um, Antihero. I love it so much. Yeah, I haven't so, told my whole Taylor Swift <clears throat> ticket story. Oh, yeah, you could tell your Taylor <laughs> Swift ticket story. The short of it is that the day the Taylor Swift tickets dropped, I had the pre-sale. I had pre-authorized. I'd done all the stuff. My kids had an orthodontist consultation to see if they needed braces. At the exact same time. So I go in. I'm on my phone. I'm like, you guys, sorry. Like, I've got to try to get these tickets. <laughs> in the orthodontist? Yes. Okay. And there's like the like patient facility, kind of like the one that does it. And then the orthodontist comes in and tells you like your kid needs braces or we can wait or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and I'm like, dude, like Dr. Howell, I'm sorry. Like, I'm on the, for these Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> I am in line. And he's like, uh, and like my thing is spinning and I'm trying to use my phone. And they're all like. I'm, I was the most obnoxious person in that moment. Like, I hate myself so much. But I was, like, freaking out. And thankfully, I know the woman who works there. She's my friend's sister. So she's like, it's okay. We'll wait. And I'm outside. My kids are, like, two hours go by. And it's supposed to be, like, a fifth. I don't know why I didn't just say, okay, I'm going to put down my phone. Tell me if my kids need braces and how much it's going to cost so I can go home and just try to do this on the computer. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they came back in. I don't even know what happened. Finally, I went home, didn't get the tickets. The next day, I had to bring the whole office donuts because uh. I was like, I'm sorry. I was such a complete lunatic. Oh, like, who that's... does that? Anyway, didn't I was part of the crowd that didn't get the tickets. And then a couple weeks before Christmas, my daughter's best friend who got tickets, his mom calls me and says, hey, they're releasing a few more tickets to people who got booted out of the queue. We can get in line for new tickets. So I was like, yeah, get in line. So she got in line, got me tickets. They were really expensive. <laughs> yeah. And we're going in June. Yay. Well, I, you know, I don't like famous people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I've re- like, I, I, I really enjoy those two songs. Which one? Antihero and Antihero, which other one? And then Miley's song. Oh, Miley's, yeah. Yeah. So those are, um, I'll have to look it up. Those are wins for me. Okay. Um, a couple other wins for me. Um, your brother is making me a Peaky Blinders hoodie. I love it. Um, and when I get that, I will be wearing it to a recording and then we'll post it on our, um, page because I love Tommy Shelby and I started Peaky Blinders over again last night because I'm obsessed. I've got to start it. Um, And then I got a new Stanley mug that I'm obsessed with. Oh, um, with a straw or no, the with flip the handle, top. Yep. the flip top. I, I mean, like the flip top. I because I'm more. I I want to say I'm more of like a like I'm on the go. It's an on the go gal. That I can mug. toss it in my back seat yep. and it's not going to leak. Exactly. So I am all about it. Me too. I've got. The I am lid. a three Stanley household yes. at this point. <laughs> a straw, a flip top, and a coffee mug. Yep. 
the, the straw's great for home, but you've got to have the flip top to throw in the back seat, to yeah. throw in your bag, to travel. I love it. What and else? it's better than the hydro flask because of the handle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay what else is tickling you? Anything well, else? Well, here's what is, here's a little tickle that I live in Meridian and not in Utah. Okay. So I feel like I have a bit of a right. I feel like I'm part Utah, mm-hmm. and you are. As am I. Yes. So we were in Utah last weekend for your daughter's baby shower. Yes. What in the world is up with the gas stations in Utah? <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. I We were in nice areas of both where Robin lives and Logan, Utah, which is a very nice town. Every gas station I went into, I was either going to get sold drugs, get mugged, or it was up into a club. Yeah. What what's up with <laughs> like do we just have really nice gas stations in Meridian? I don't or know. Or does Utah have the most scary, most terrifying, dirtiest gas stations of all time? It could be that. I mean, because I can't really think of a lot of get like here when we go like to Fast Eddie's or yeah. like when we go to our gas stations, it's it is not slumming. No. Like it is pretty I used to high quality. Bribe my kids with trips to Fast Eddie's. Of course. Like, hey, if you guys do this, we can go to Fast Eddie's. Yeah. I feel, feel like most people would be like, You're taking your kids to a gas station. And they're excited about it. But it's like dippin' dots, ices, the for real ice cream mixer machine. Mixer every and then you've got their own brand of snacks. Right. Right? Like Yes. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Like the Jackson's Even our brand Mavericks, or... which when I was growing up, Maverick was like the ghetto gas station. Yeah. Even our Mavericks are like nice. Like they're high quality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if that's just an Idaho thing, but in Utah, it's more like the, okay, I went to 7-Eleven last week to get my dad a, a, some coffee one morning and I went into 7-Eleven, which is sketch as hell, sketch might I add. As Hell. Everybody, and this is no joke, we're talking 8 a.m., everybody in the store was in flannel pajama bottoms and slippers. Thousand percent. On a weekday. I went on a Sunday in Logan, Utah to a 7-Eleven at like 4 p.m. The music was so, (laughs) they were playing like an LL Cool J like rap song so loud from multiple speakers. You'd walk to one end and it would be echoing. It was literally as loud as you were in a club. I was like, I have a video. I know you said it. I was like, like you didn't know if you should pay your pelvic thrust because it's like so bumping in there. It was so loud. And the one by Robin's house sold crack pipes. Shut up. I don't know drugs that well, I'm going to admit. But like a glass pipe? Yeah. Do you smoke wow. weed with Like that? a bong? No. Like, like, like a, a glass pipe. pipe. And mm. <laughs> at the gas station. Isn't that paraphernalia? Beanies with F-bombs. Isn't there a law? I thought what I thought. I was like, where are we? We're in Cottonwood Heights, Utah. And uh, there's crack pipes at the gas station. Oh, that is. And the bathrooms are just, just, I'm like, we're spoiled in Idaho. Yeah. This might be the most boring conversation we've ever okay. had, but I'm fascinated. I, I was, I came away like Utahns. We have more Utah listeners than Idaho listeners. Yeah, yeah Utahns. You may have the Stanley Cup, <laughs> but your gas stations are... What's wrong with your gas stations? It's pretty seedy. Do you go in on a regular basis? Maybe that's why the soda places are so popular in Utah. Because their gas stations are such junk holes. Because for me, if I wanted like a fountain drink, you go to the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so delicious and fizz are fun, right. but maybe they're scared to go in their <laughs> gas stations, so they have to have their fizz... 
Yeah. And there's what are what else is it called there? Twisted sugar. Yeah, fizz, all those. Um, so delicious. So delicious. No, that's us. I so know. delicious is us. But anyway, we get it. Okay. Okay. Rant um, over. I do have one thing that is not tickling my fancy okay. that I have to talk about, and that is Taco's damn YouTube channel. Taco? Toco. The dog. Oh, Toco the dog? The dog's YouTube channel. Why? It's because a- I started watching it today. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is the thing. And I know this is nonsense because now I'm critiquing a human dressed up as a dog. This is from our last episode, by the um, way, guys. Toco is the human that dresses up in the full... Like $12,000 border collie costume and pretends he's a dog. His movements are not very dog-like. Did you watch that video for very long? Yeah, but I thought they were. Well, at one point he does a straight like arm twist Uh that no dog can do that. they don't have that dexterity. Or he'll, he was doing this with his arms. Dogs can't go laterally. Dogs can't do the chicken dance. No, they can't. Like it's a, they can go forward and back, but they can't do like a lateral. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it was definitely like a two star for me. So it kind of took the the mystique of the human dog yeah. away from you. Yeah. Yeah. You're like did. the magic is gone. It is. I mean, what I've magic seen there was. behind the Wizard of Oz curtain. And now you know Toko. The is, wizard is dead. The wizard is just. He's just a, a poor. Dude from Kansas. Bald. Yeah. Sad. Lonely. That's life, though. Jamie. Yeah. That's lonely life. wizard. <laughs> so sad. Toko. Toko. Oh, okay. Don't quit your day job, buddy. Yeah. Okay. We're halfway into this, guys. Yeah. Okay. The podcast is over. Bye. Um, <laughs> are you ready for a weird and wacky world? Yes, I am. Okay. I have two. And. I had a hard time deciding, so I'm going to read you the headline and the byline, and then if you have questions, then we'll follow up. Okay? So okay. you tell me if you have questions on either two. Okay. The first one is, this is actually a romantic Valentine's Day story. Oh, okay. About monkey love. Oh, gross. Zookeepers solve the mystery of how an ape got pregnant in isolation. So guess what? Okay, what? A 12-year-old white-handed gibbon Momo who lives at the zoo was in isolation and then got pregnant. Like last year, two years ago. Okay. So they were like, uh, she's alone. Like how did girlfriend get knocked up? But they couldn't do the DNA test because the monkey wouldn't let them get anywhere near the baby. Uh-huh. So finally this year they were able to get a DNA test from the baby and they found out that the the dad – is a 34-year-old agile gibbon, and they found a 9-millimeter hole in the wall (laughs) separating. So there's like a communal space in so that's like his cage, her cage, and then like a middle space that they kind of take turns in. Uh There was a hole in the wall between his wall and the middle space, and they had glory hole... Monkey Intercourse. sex. Monkey sex in the glory And here's hall. what I'm wondering. In my mind, he sticks his bits through and she's like, all right, <laughs> backs up to it. You know what I mean? I don't think she's standing there ready to go. Right? Like he had to have like. He instigated it. Definitely. Right? I feel like she was like, oh, he's sticking his peen through oh, the wall. I guess I better back it's up. Valent- it's our anniversary. It's Valentine. I guess I'll back up to that thing. Ew. Sorry. That is terrible. <laughs> no, but do you want the romance of it? Yeah. Okay. 
The zoo is working on moving the dad in with Momo and their baby. They're going to be a family. How romantic. The, the Gloriole sucks. Now they are a monkey family. Ew. Ew. But how weird would that be to have, like, your the monkey from the zoo all of a sudden get pregnant and they're like, she's alone all the time. Like, who is this monkey creeper that's climbing It'd in be her? Like, virginal. This is the... This Jeez. is the monkey. Virgin Mary, uh-huh. the Monkey Mary. Monkey Jesus. That's blasphemous, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, my next one is a woman who died at a care home wakes up when she arrives at a funeral home. An 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead at a nursing home and was moved to a funeral home, but soon she started breathing again, leaving workers in shock, and now an investigation has been launched. Um, as it should, I might say. Right? So what is the story of that? So she was literally placed in a zipped body bag. This happened in Long Island, New York. Okay. Like, put in the body bag, which I think would suffocate you. Like, if you weren't dead. Well, they're they're not, like, airtight. Okay. I mean. Okay. She's 82 years old. They took her in on Saturday, February 4th. And then, like, a half hour later, they go in to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's breathing. Mm -hmm. How terrifying is that? And I guess this happened weeks earlier in Iowa, and the nursing home in Iowa was fined $10,000. Is that all? (laughs) I know, right? And that was with a 66-year-old woman. Holy crap. Like, who's taking the vitals? Who is pronouncing these people dead? That's what I want to know. Because that is something that you shouldn't, like, half-ass, you know? I mean, you have one job. It's like Monty Python (laughs) loading the bodies. I'm not dead. Yeah. That (laughs) is terrifying. I have a fear of that, like being buried alive, alive yeah. or people thinking I'm dead. Like, please make sure. Yeah, or the thought of that, like you can't move, but inside of your own head, you're alive, <gasps> but your physical body is frozen in time. Uh-huh. I know. I know. How scary. I always tell Aaron, make sure I'm actually like brain dead before, because he's like, the minute I'm like not breathing on my own, just let me die. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Because you can be still fully, like, come back to life and be a fully, fun- like, there's no, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, please don't do that to me. Like, please make sure that, like, like I'm actually brain dead. Like, if I just need help breathing, don't just kick me off. But but what if, you ha- what if you're paralyzed? What if you can't have, how do you know? Because you can tell in your brain. Well, like, I've- there's a, there, I, I'm no doctor, (laughs) but I feel like there's a PhD. (laughs) There's a difference between having your brain not working and just needing help to breathe. Well, yeah. And Aaron's like, the minute I need help breathing, just take me off the ventilator. Oh, okay. And I'm like, please don't. Regardless of brain activity, you just take that oxygen and let me suffocate. I'm like, not me. No. Keep me alive until you can tell. Like, Yeah, that's gross. I'm scared he's just... Don't let him pull the okay. plug the minute I need a little respiratory help. <laughs> a little chest pump or right. something. He's like an NRD. What is it? NDA? <laughs> no. no. Non-recessive. DNR. DNR. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shoot. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Should we move on to some... Yes. Oh, honey. Some oh, honey. Let me start by talking... About let me tell you a shitty story. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. It says, for some reason, my 14 year old son cannot wipe properly. Ew. This was never a concern for me as his mom always did the laundry. 
Unfortunately, she is sick right now, so I have taken over the household chores that she used to handle. <laughs> My son is still responsible for his, and I do mine as well as hers. Um, which doesn't even make sense, but whatever. Right. First day I did laundry, I gagged and almost <laughs> puked from his underwear. If he were three and not fully potty trained, I might understand how they end up like this. But he is a healthy young man. He should not be leaving his ass no, this unwiped. Oh, no. <laughs> I talked to him about it, and he said he would make an effort to do a better job. Nope. No change in the situation. So I went to the hardware store and installed a wand bidet in the bathroom that he uses. Wow. Which that, We've okay. talked about bidets a lot. Yep. We already have one in our bathroom. I told him that he has a choice of either using the bidet or washing his own underwear. He doesn't know how to use the washing machine, and he refuses to do them by hand. He now has started going commando, which just <gasps> means the problem is now in his jeans. Oh, my what? gosh. So, and so dad says, um, I said that we might need to take him to the doctor to see what is wrong with him, <laughs> if it's physical or psychological. Oh I also said that the next time his friends were over, I was going to ask them if they left their underwear in that no. same condition. No, Dad. <laughs> and then he says, I would never actually embarrass him like that. I think you would. Sounds um, like you would. <laughs> he said I was being an asshole, and he called his mom to tell her what I was doing. She said that he was just like that, and I could deal with it until she was better. I don't think that's a great plan. If this kid never learns to wipe his ass, he will be bereft of a sexual partner without a poop fetish. (laughs) And then he says, I'm not kink shaming him if that's his thing. (laughs) He has started using the bidet, but he says that it's gross and weird. I say it is it is grosser and weirder for a 14 year old to crap his pants every day. Am I the asshole? My gosh. This is very bizarre. I don't think you're the asshole for wanting to address this issue. No, <laughs> this is something that needs to be fixed. Okay, because maybe lay off the fiber, maybe change some. I mean, no, that, that's probably healthy poop, let's Kate, be honest. He, it is not, this is not about the poop. This is about him not wiping his butthole. That's but, what it, this is about. How? Like, it's, you should know. <laughs> But that's the thing. Has he has he gone step by step? He doesn't wipe, care. Look, wipe, look. <laughs> like clearly, this kid has had a mom who has just over who is literally wiping his ass. Well, it sounds like she's been overlooking the the skid marks his entire life. Yeah. Like, why saying, hasn't the mom been addressed this years ago? Right. By age six. Mm, I'm gonna give be... you. I'm gonna give you some grace until even eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once you're in double digits, you know if if you know if you have poop smeared all the way up your chonies. Oh, geez. And you know what? You take you go to the bathroom. You take your chonies down. You, you see, see if something is screaming in there. Maybe they don't though. I feel like women are conditioned to look at our under. I haven't had a period in ten years. <laughs> I still check every time. Do you- Right? I know that's like the most TMI thing. Every time I go to the bathroom, I'm still making sure that I am not. I don't have a uterus and I'm still checking. Right? (laughs) It's who we are. So maybe they don't. Maybe the boys take down their, maybe boys literally don't look at their underwear. Now I want to know. Okay. So there's a question. If you are a male listener, when you sit down to go number two, do you take a quick peek in the? I mean, because they're open. I mean, you're sitting there sure. unless they're a pant dropper. 
Which, Unless they just let those suckers drop you clean know, down. Most men, I did a survey, an informal survey of this years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Most men drop their pants to the floor when they go number two. You guys, that is so dirty. No, it's it's true though. Women, we pull it just below our hips. Right. It, they're just, they're neatly tucked around our knee right? area. Above our knees. Yeah. Men drop them to the floor. Mo- literally in the survey I did, like 90% of men drop their chones to the ground. Clean down. And I think they I think they're getting spread. You know what I, I mean? So I think they're getting real comfortable up in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're staying nicely, neatly tucked in. They right. are they are getting comfy. Yeah. So I, I men, mean please. We, you need to be checking these things. Because there's in. a clue. If you look down and there is a skid mark. But All if they're up in your pants, to the ground, they're probably not. They're not looking. So that is why you need to be keep you need to be keeping those chonies up around your knees and checking uh-huh. out the check out the, the merchandise. What is happening? So 14-year-old A needs to start doing most laundry. I'm sorry, I don't know how to work the laundry. That, yeah. Well, you don't know how to wipe your ass. So of course me, you don't know how to turn on a washing machine. I can machine. show you how to do your laundry in about 30 seconds. Yes. That's no excuse. Right. Ew. And mom, you're you're enabling this kid. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's just how we, it's just who we, no, like, like shit stains are not a personality trait. My, my favorite part is the threat to take him to the doctor because I've done that to my kids. Well, something must be wrong with you. Like when my kids are going through a weird thing sometimes, if I want to tell if they're being hypochondriacs or real, I'll be like, do we need to go to the hospital? And they'll be like, no. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, or one of my kids, I can't remember what the issue was. And this is probably like abusive parenting, but I told them that we had to go get shots if they couldn't. Like, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like potty training. And I was like, if you can't control it, they have a shot for that. (gasps) I know. (laughs) I was not the best mom with my first kid. Yes, you were. Stop (laughs) it. Yes, you were. I'm like, do we need to go get that vaccine that they have for this? (laughs) Do we? Or can we we need to go get your potty shot? (laughs) Do we we need to get that wiping vaccine? Or if you can't wipe, you get a shot and instantly you can. (laughs) And see if you can call their bluff. I've done it. Oh, I love it. Oh, my um, gosh. So I think he's gone too far, and I hope he really wouldn't embarrass his kid. But just put it, just put it back on him and make him do his own laundry. Yeah, that's gross. Um, talking about the chonies going straight to the ground and the yeah. spreading of the legs takes me back. Um, it just reminds me of something I want to talk about really quickly. Um, in the news, I was reading an article about a man who had a five- stone or 80 pound scrotum what yes like we are talking about just shy of a hundred pound testicle <gasps> what i'm Wait, not you said kidding five pound no five stone oh five stone in the british in sense. the british world <gasps> 80 pound testicle yep so he finally had it removed uh, not i mean this is like older news but he literally said he was living like a prisoner in his own body because his, he had one testicle that was 80 pounds. That's like a sixth grader. It is like... <laughs> Piper weighs 75 pounds. That is a ball the size of my fifth grader. That is a human being living inside of your testicle. A full-grown one. What did he do? Well, he... So he had And why like, didn't he get this checked out when it was two pounds? He would wear sweats and it would just tuck. Oh, honey. Like, you know the 600-pound life when they have like the the big tumory, whatever? Yes. But this was his nutsack. sack. <gasps> 
Did he know it was his nest? Well, yeah. I think I think he knew. But he oh. used to have to pee standing up in a shower because he couldn't, like, aim to the toilet because his scrotum was taking over everything. Oh, yeah. It took eight surgeons and 12 support staff to remove this scrotum. Okay, but it didn't grow to be 80 pounds like overnight. Like, you don't wake up one morning and have an 80-pound testicle. Like, the minute it's a Campbell's soup can, <laughs> I'm in the ER. Solidly right? in the ER. Does he not have a spouse, a partner, he a does. mother? And, and why? she is literally hosing it down. No! Like, nobody said, hey, you know what? This might not be normal. <gasps> nobody said this. When he's having to tuck his scrotum into his sweatpants. <gasps> Nobody's like, let's not wait for that referral. Let's just go right in. Oh. Nobody. Nobody. My gosh. But thank God for modern medicine because now his scrotum is So removed. five surgeries later they removed this? Um, and it wasn't cancer? It was just no. one of those weird, like, uh, elephantitis no, it, things? It was, um, it was like one of those, oh, I, it was on in the article, um, like one of those fatty cysts yeah, yeah. that people get, but he I cannot eight, believe he let it get eight that big. Surgeons to take it off. Oh so again. That's a human. Gentlemen, you need pants. to be checking downtown, <laughs> right? Check for the skids, check for the scrotum. Turn your head and cough. Like to, you need to be doing some self care. Yes. Right? All there's signs out there, but you have to be looking for them. <laughs> the signs are when it doesn't fit in your underwear anymore. That's your sign. Or when you have poop stains. Like those are signs. Those yes. that those are like those are little ways that God is speaking to you. Take care of yourself. There you go. The minute I have like an itch, I'm like, <laughs> this might be a tumor. <laughs> Something's going on. I saw a thing about a woman whose breast cancer, like, it became like a big rash. Mm-hmm. And the minute, and then my boobs started itching, and I'm like, "That's, That's it. it. Call, call the doctor. I Take me in. Need a mammogram again. I yes. just had one like a month ago." Okay. Wow. I I know that was bananas. Yeah, it is. Okay. What do you have? Okay. So this is a man writing, and he says, "I have a sister that's six years older than me." My parents for years cancel on me last minute because of my sister. I have a basketball game. Oops, sorry, sister doesn't feel like going out. I am graduating. Oops, sorry, sister had a bad day at work. They have no. missed mm-hmm, They have missed both major and smaller events in my life because of her meltdowns. I met the love of my life. We decided to tie the knot. From the beginning, I told my parents how I am worried my sister will ruin another special moment in my life. My mom told me over and over again it would not happen. The day of my wedding, I received a voicemail from my mom saying they couldn't come because my sister's dog was sick and she was upset. I was hurt. My best man, however, is a jokester. He took my phone, then went to my fiance and asked if he could post a video of our wedding as a gift on social media. She loved his idea. I had no idea about it until I came home. Our honeymoon was at a lakeside cabin with no cell service. The post caption was, my best friend, he is an amazing person, even if his parents never showed up for him. The video was pictures of us next to her parents, me on the dance floor, us cutting the cake, where you would normally see both parents in wedding pictures. The sound behind the video was my mom's voicemail explaining how they couldn't come because my sister's dog was sick. Oh. (laughs) I came home a week later to hundreds of messages, family members from both sides insisting I take it down. I was told my sister hasn't stopped crying. My mom is refusing to leave the house. 
I may be the A here. I didn't take it down when they got when I got my messages. I didn't call my family back right away. I waited until my vacation time was over at work and enjoyed my time with my wife in our new home before I contacted anyone. My dad told me to take the, down the video. He says it was just a bad night for them. They will make it up to me and my wife for not coming. My reply was exactly how do you plan to make up my wedding? It's a once in a lifetime thing. You chose to ignore my feelings on the whole matter. He then just repeated he'll make it up to me. I told him I would take down the video only when he made up my missing my wedding. <laughs> Flustered, we both hung up the phone before we said things we shouldn't have. Am I the A here? I could have just taken down the video. No, leave up the video. <laughs> right? Holy crap. Stop pandering to this obnoxious little sister. I mean, little. Thanks. And she's six years older than oh, him. Oh, older than him. Yes. Oh, even worse. I was going to say, even if she's younger, she's... Like, they're still adults, right? Right. You would think. Oh, gross. Can you imagine missing your kid's wedding for anything? All I can say is I am I am continually shocked by people who are crappy parents. Right. Yeah. Continually, it's like I just don't in, get it. Put in some minimal be there effort. Well, yeah. Being there is 90% of it. Literally. Well, in your wedding? You don't know how to, you don't need to know how to. What to say. You don't need to make the perfect toast. You don't need... Just be there. Just be there. Just show up. Just be at your kid's graduation. Like, that's the bare minimum, but it is also, like, 90% of it at at the same time. Just show up. Parents are stupid, aren't they? So if if that video is what it takes to get the absurdity of their action through to them... I say leave it I, up. Yeah, and if like like if you feel justified in your reason for not coming to the wedding, then why do you care if people know? Like right. if you feel like that was a legitimate reason to miss it, it wouldn't make a difference. Right. And I so. don't think he even cared if his sister was there. Like well, I didn't sound like it, st- yeah. I don't care that my sister stays home with her dog, but the parents Why do you all have to stay home with the sick dog? Right. Gross. Wasn't there one similar about a bird that you did? Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe we just read it. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, I oh, I didn't know which one to do, but I think I'm going to st- stick with the the poop ones for today <laughs> since I'm kind of on a roll with, you know, stomach uh-huh. health. A tootsie roll. Okay. This one um, says, TIFU by going on a date before getting over a stomach flu. Oh, no. I'm not sure where to start with this, but here goes nothing. A few days ago, I got hit with the stomach flu. Despite feeling pretty awful, I didn't want to cancel a date with a co-worker that I've been wanting to start a relationship with. We had plans to go grab dinner and see a movie. As we were driving to the restaurant, I started to feel the unmistakable sensation that I was going to have diarrhea. You all know this sensation, right? (laughs) You know it. I tried to hold it, but I knew it was only a matter of time. I turned to her and told her to pull over, but we'd just gotten onto the highway and there was nowhere to pull over. Before I, <laughs> before I knew it, I pooped my pants no. <laughs> right there in her car. <gasps> oh, no. I was mortified. The smell was terrible, and yeah. I was so embarrassed that I just wanted to crawl into a hole and die. Oh, she was completely taken aback, as she should be. <laughs> she would be. And I didn't know how to react. I don't blame her. I feel like the biggest idiot on earth. She pulled into a gas station where I cleaned up as best I could, and then she drove me home. I felt so ashamed walking back into my apartment building. I haven't been able to bring myself to text her and apologize. I've been debating whether or not I should even show up to work tomorrow. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> Quit don't show and up. light your house don't on fire. Don't show up ever. 
You need a new identity, a new work, Every a new social security card. Yeah, a new pair of jeans. <laughs> a new sphincter. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle the embarrassment and the judgmental looks from my no, coworkers. please tell me she didn't tell. To make matters worse, I found out that she's blocked me on all <gasps> social media. I don't know if she's just embarrassed about what happened or if she's trying to distance herself from me because she's never going to speak to me again. <gasps> I'm still trying to process what happened and figure out what to do next. I just can't believe that I pooped in my pants. <laughs> That's so funny every time. <laughs> Sword poop. Oh, I can't believe I pooped my pants on a first date with a coworker. Aww. I thought it was bad enough getting the stomach flu in the first place, but this has taken it to a whole new level of hum- humiliation. Anyway... That's my TIFU. I'm not sure where to go at this point. I'm probably being dramatic, but I want to move cities. You're not being dramatic. <laughs> You're not. not. No. I can't imagine a worse thing happening. It's like it, what it reminds me of is is when I, I one time had this horrible dream that I killed somebody. Like I wasn't, the dream was not like the murder. I've had that dream multiple times. But it was like the aftermath and I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Yes. Like what have I done? I've ruined my life. There's no going back. In your dream, did you bury the body? Um, I don't remember the details. I just remember thinking like this, this is me now. Like this is my life and I have to live with this. Right. I can never, like it was so upsetting. And I woke up that morning and I remember laying in bed thinking like my life is over and then like kind of being in between awake uh-huh. and asleep and then realizing that I was not a murderer <laughs> and thinking, oh, my, it's going to be okay. I get to have a normal life. Yes. But that is like, I remember in that dream thinking like everything is over now uh-huh. and that he shit his pants in <laughs> like, her car with a coworker. If this had been a Tinder date, <laughs> even a second date with someone like you can move on. A coworker. When you're single, your coworkers are like your your network family. Yeah, and and not only okay. I mean, think of let's put this into perspective. This was not like a one and done. Like I shit my pants, I got out of the car. No, she <laughs> she drives him to a gas station. Where how do you clean up your poop yeah, pants? There's not a lot, right? And then he has to get back into the car. So imagine, yeah. imagine those seats. Are they are they leather? Oh, are they she had material? Some when she got home. and she's sitting in the car, Why and then he that? has to get back in, and she has to smell it again because it's. Oh. I mean, like I'm sure she's airing it Sick out. Poop is like a completely it different. It's a game smell. changer. Yeah, I, please bless. She didn't tell the coworkers. <laughs> Please bless. She is like a, a decent human being, right? <laughs> but okay, are you not gonna tell? Somebody rides home, gets in a, the car with you yesterday, and shits their pants. Are you telling me today? I would be on that group text so, so fast. fast. <laughs> so yeah, how did your date go? Well, he shit his pants. But maybe she's a better human than we would she's have been not. in our twenties. She blocked him. Yeah, she blocked, she blocked him. him. She, Why did she block him? That's not going to get rid of the smell. Because he pooped his pants. <laughs> I know, but blocking him is not going to reverse the situation. He knows what he, he did. He knows he shit in your car. Oh. Like, you think he's reaching out? You think he's going to call up the radio show and ask him to track you down and find out why you don't want a second <laughs> there's, date? There's no second date update on like, this one. there's no need, but... But, I mean, what do you do? Like, talk about the walk of shame as you're coming out of the Jacksons, the oh, nice Meridian, the Meridian Idaho, Idaho gas Jackson. station with poop running down both legs. Oh, don't, okay, don't risk it. <laughs> There's no world in which going on the first date is worth 
possibly pooping your pants in her car. If you feel that rumble in your tummy, she's going to understand. And Cancel. if you've had the stomach flu, it's not a risk you take. Err on the side of caution and give it an extra one or two days because uh-huh. she, I mean, it's going to be a lot better for you to say, I'm sick and I knew I'm going to need it. I'm really excited to go out with you. It makes me so devastated to have to cancel, but I don't, I don't want to shit in your car. <laughs> I feel like that would be something we couldn't come back from. No, no, no. And it's clearly proven you can't. And then and then who cleans the car? Do you send her, um, a, 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 do you Venmo her for a detailing? Do you offer to come and pick it up? It's like you would want to, but you would also never want to acknowledge what happened I'm like, oh, it wasn't me. Maybe somebody else pooped in your what, seat and I just sat in What it. does that subject line on the Venmo say? Like $100 for getting your car detailed after I shit in shit it. My like, I don't, that subject line. You make that one private. Oh, that is private. Oh, man. That Ugh. is rough. That's rough. I hope this is like a job at like a TJ Maxx where you can just move on. I hope you're not like a software developer. At right. Like He's a very like the specific, CEO. Right. I hope this is like a temporary retail job that you can just leave. Yeah. And not your you, career. You pack up your stuff. You load you it up in your no, car. No, you don't even go clean out your cubby in no. work. Oh, no. No. You Whatever's leave, there is not worth it. It is collateral damage in the situation. <laughs> Get in the car. You hit you, the pavement. Mm-hmm. Rubber to the road, brother. No two weeks. <laughs> no given. 24 hours. <laughs> no, you, don't even call. You ghost that establishment. <laughs> even if you are making six figures. It doesn't matter. Leave. It doesn't matter. Don't call home. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Move cities. That's it. Find a new home. A new family. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that, there's no coming back from that. A new probiotic. <laughs> oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Here's another coworker story. Uh, there's a coworker, we'll call him Martin, who's 31, who always forgets where he leaves his stuff. He always forgets his phone charger at home and borrows mine to use. I don't mind lending him my charger. He's a nice person, and I love maintaining a good relationship with my coworkers, especially male coworkers, mm. she says. The other day, I was in the restroom when I walked past in, ba- walked back into the office. I saw Martin with both hands inside my purse, <gasps> literally looking through it. I was shocked. I have highly personal stuff that I carry in my purse. I freaked out and snatched my purse out of his hands, asking what he was doing. He got nervous and said he was looking for my charger. I asked why he thought it was okay for him to look through my purse, and he said that since I always lent him my charger, he thought I wouldn't mind if he looked for it in my purse when he couldn't ask me because I was out of the office and he needed it right then. I told him he violated my privacy and disrespected my boundaries. I went and filed a report with the company's headquarters after telling them what happened. They said it was unacceptable and promised to deal with it. Martin got in trouble for this, and he and my coworkers were pissed, saying I overreacted and went way overboard by reporting the situation. My female coworker told me to get over myself and stop crying victim over a simple misunderstanding. I felt very guilty after this, and now I think I might have blown this out of proportion and overreacted. AITA. No. <laughs> no, even if there even if your purse is an empty bag with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Like boundaries. Do people not have boundaries? I feel like any man who grew up with any woman, mom, sister, aunt, grandma, 
knows. Like my husband, I'll be like, he's like, where is this thing? I'm like, it's in my purse. He brings me my purse. Yeah, you don't want to go in there. I want, even when I'm like, Aaron, go, like, just dig in there and find it. He's like, "Eh." not going to do it. Not dig in through the purse. You find it. I'm like, I don't have anything in there. Besides a bra extender and a <laughs> tube of chapstick. It, but it is like but it's a thing. forbidden territory. I just feel like that is a social norm that most people know. He might as well have stuck his hand down her pants. Might as well. Or like like it's a violation of space. It is. I mean, that might be an extreme explanation Maybe. or comparison. But <laughs> Maybe. Yikes. I no. don't know what her extremely personal things in her purse are, but it doesn't really matter doesn't matter. It, now, what if he had been just rifling through a drawer in her desk? Still, boundaries. Yeah, I just feel like you can wait for me to get back before, you, like, A, bring your own charger. Yeah. They're like $10 on Amazon. Get an extra one, leave it at work. Leave it at work. Why are you constantly Martin. borrowing her charger? And B, you don't go looking for it by yourself. No. Maybe she shouldn't have reported it. That might have been a like, I don't think that was – I think it was a stupid thing for him to do. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think she needed to get HR involved. What yeah. do you think? I, I, I mean, it depends on what's in her purse. Yeah. Because I guess if you had some really personal business in your purse and then you – then it was like you felt violated or that your privacy was – Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it was just a, you know, pack of gum and a wallet and – A tampon. A tampon, then maybe not. But – Yeah. If – You know. Could yeah. be other private things. Private things. But still, I don't think his intentions were, I think his intentions were pure, but I think he's stupid. Mm-hmm. But I think her probably going, whoa, never, ever do that again. Would have been sufficient. I think so. Yeah. I don't think she's the a-hole, but I also think she overreacted. Right. And I think, considering what we've learned about some men today on this <laughs> podcast, the stains, the testicle, Maybe they're not always being super aware. They're not. Of things. They're not. I mean, not to generalize. Yeah. But maybe he falls into this category of like I had no idea. Just didn't realize men that was don't a thing. really have things they carry that are that personal. As you a notice purse. that the lights went out in the library. I did not. I hope that we're. I hope we're spending a night in the museum by ourselves. Oh, like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette last week. Yes. Oh, that was gross. I hate The Bachelor. <clears throat> Me too. Just going on record. Okay, well, um, let's finish up by revisiting our um, the barren the truth. Barren truth. We the haven't talked about the barren truth, truth for a long time. We haven't had one. Robin um, hates us. Robin hates us. So last week or last podcast, the question was: Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? Okay. Um, okay. So some people responded, um, like some people just said pause or rewind but pause to stay in moments for more time mm-hmm. somebody said i oh this was your mom oh. i'd like both remind uh rewind to when y'all were little and then pause so i could enjoy it more Aww. that's cute um rewind a five minute rewind would do wonders for my life Gosh. go back and stop myself from saying something dumb avoid accidents make better choices etc yes um and then no so tell me yours don't read mine oh okay i have thought about it definitely rewind and i don't know who said the like make better choices or mm-hmm. reword things. Mm-hmm. I, there's so many times I'm like, oh, later you think of the perfect thing to say, mm-hmm. like in a situation where someone says something dumb or or I say something dumb. There are things in my life I have done 
that still haunt me. Yeah. Oh, me too. That I think about and I'm like, oh, oh idiot. I'm so idiot. stupid. If I could rewind and redo things, it would be like just the little things. Yeah. Like you can't rewind to the beginning of a relationship and not get in that relationship that ha- you know that was a bad relationship or whatever. Right. I don't necessarily want to do that because I all the things you learn and it would be very tempting to be like I'm gonna rewind to the day I met that guy and never go on the first date. Right. I don't necessarily want to like redo the crucial things that shape you. Shape you. Mm-hmm. I just want to rewind. To the stupid ass things I've said. Right. Well, so (laughs) So that they don't haunt me in my dreams. Yep. I was thinking, it made me think kind of like Groundhog Day, Uh the movie Groundhog Day. So what if you could just, I mean, you would be so free if you could go back and rewind and redo things. So like, you know, like if you want to, you see somebody that you're interested in and you you totally just put yourself out there. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, rewind back rewind. three minutes. And it was like you could, re- so you could almost do anything you wanted. Oh. And then you could just go back and reset it. I, w- I feel like, I love that idea, but I feel like it should be a TiVo where it only has a certain amount of like once, like expiration. Sure. So like you're, it re- like it, you can only go back a day or whatever. So you can't go back to when you were 12 and no. not, you know what I mean? But, like, you can go back 24 hours and oh, redo see? anything. Because by then, it's the, it's the little things, but it's nothing like, and it would be like an accident or, like, mm-hmm. why didn't I check on my kid five minutes earlier or right, whatever. Right, But, yeah. Yeah. Or you could really live with, like— you can do whatever you, you want. You could go for it. Yep, you totally could. Because Reckless like abandonment. Complete. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's like, I'm going to say things that I wouldn't normally... Like, you know, when there are times when you'll you'll be in a situation where you just want to say something mm-hmm. that is so, like, sometimes I, like, I'll like i almost say things that I shouldn't say, and then I'll it's like I get in my head and think, oh my gosh, like, what if I just say this? Right. Um, but you could do all that, because the minute... It the minute it took a turn, just back it up. Uh huh. Just back it right up. Back up. Rewind. What's that? Rewind back. Ludicrous is in something. Or I think of the perfect thing to say, but I never say it in the moment. Yeah. And then I go over the moment in my head a million times, replaying like what I wish I would have said. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, if I just would have said that in the moment instead of just like, either the dumb thing I said or not saying anything because I'm. Ov- constantly avoiding confrontation yeah it's like if I just would have said it we could have I wouldn't have this like nagging feeling of like resentment or whatever because I could have addressed it gotten it out yeah well like the other day (laughs) I was at (laughs) I was at the um my face place and the girl that was in before the esthetician comes in or whatever I was talking to the girl there and we were talking about where she went to school or something and and she mentioned the name of a school, and I said, "Oh, did you graduate there?" Um, and she got really quiet, and she's like, "No." <laughs> and so basically, like, I called her out for being a high school dropout unintentionally. Oh, that was not right. right and right. when I asked that question, the reason that I asked it was because this is a school that a lot of people will like switch over to for a period of time, and then they'll oh. like branch out and graduate from a different school or whatever. Oh. And so it was kind of like. My, I wasn't like trying to catch her in being a high right. school dropout. I was just like, like, oh, did you finish there? Did you? Yeah. And she's like, no. Oh. 
And then it was just this awkward, <laughs> was like. Awkward. And then I thought, okay. That's fine. Then I wanted to explain myself, but then I thought, then I'm making it even more awkward. You dig yourself into So I just shut up. I just yeah. shut up. And then, like, that night after, I kept thinking, oh, you idiot. Why would you, like. I yeah. didn't. I just didn't think that through when I asked it, yeah. and I felt like a jerk. I would have rewinded That's that. That's mild compared to the things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, then that it's was a pretty latest. mild one, but yeah, rewind back. Pausing would be nice, but I feel like rewinding almost you could almost do the same. But but pausing. I mean, if you pause it, then everybody's frozen in that moment. Then so it you're not really its, like yeah yeah. It loses its magic. Yep, I'm totally going for the. Um, Rewind. Rewind. But, I but think, I think it, could, it should be a TiVo. I don't want to. Re- I don't want to mess up the whole trajectory of my life. Right. Right. The butterfly effect is real. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You don't. For sure. Do the one thing and then you don't. Yeah. If yeah. I hadn't had my three-year toxic relationship, I would not have met my my current right. husband. So it's like you can't rewind all that, and I wouldn't have known what toxic yeah. looks like. Yeah. So, so it, it would just be something like a some stupid thing that in the moment you do. Yeah. But it could also be life-changing. Imagine, like, you're kidnapped. Yes. You could rewind that back and yep. take a different turn. Yep. Right? Yeah. Or, I don't know. So or it could be life-changing. Or, yeah, those moments where you're like, yeah, where you think I should check on my kid or I should make sure they're okay. And then you don't. And, like, yeah, you rewind that back. Rewind it back. Catch them before they. I wish we knew that song because it would sound really good right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll play it and get copyrighted. Okay. That sounds like a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Well, that was great. That was our episode. Lots of jam-packed yes. stories in there. So um, I guess the takeaway is check your chonies. Um, go to the doctor. Yes. Um, what else? Rewind. Yeah. Think about things. Yeah. So that you don't have to rewind. Exactly. That's it. And till next time. Good. Goodbye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.